Hello, and welcome to the Diaspora Chiefs Podcast. We love having you here. This show is for ambitious Africans and Caribbeans in the diaspora who want to start, grow, and scale their business. And it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, high-income skills, and know-how on all things digital to create the best lifestyle for you and your family. We know that you have it in you. And now, let's get started with the Diaspora Chiefs host, Victor Osio. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Chiefs podcast. Today, I have two dragon slayers in the house. This Literally, they want to slay the healthcare, the deficit in the healthcare se- um, sector in Africa. So, these guys, they are amazing. They are geniuses. So, I would welcome Mr. John Afolaya in the house and Deji to this, um, to this podcast today. Thank hello, you, gentlemen. Hey, hello, hello. hello. Pleasure to yes, be here. Thank, thank you so much for inviting us. Thank you. Good, good, good. See, your service offering is actually breaking too many grounds right now. One, you are on the verge of being overfunded. And secondly, yes, you are breaking grounds. And like you, when I mean you are slaying the dragon, the healthcare system in Africa is actually a dragon that needs to be slain. And you guys Indeed. have taken a man to, to like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> well, once again, thank you so much for having us on board. Um, my name is John um, Afalayan. I'm a UK-trained uh, and based uh, trauma orthopedic surgeon. Uh, I'm currently posted at the National Hospital at Stanmore, which is, the, we call it the end of the line for any bone, joint, spine problems in the UK. Um, I've also had uh, the great uh, fortune of being involved in this project it's called Medics to You. I'm one of the co-founders. I'm also the chief medical officer. We're, we're a UK-based um, med tech startup, and really, to to simplify what we what we do, we are um, uh, a service, a startup that's offering cross-border medical services to emerging markets. Our principal focus is Africa. Um, and the reason for that is very, very simple. When you talk about slaying the dragon, you don't know how correct you are. Um, I, I, I will call it the, the four-headed dragon, actually. Um, what, what am I saying? Unfortunately, and, and I say this um, with all humility, um, the people on ground are doing their best, they're doing what they can. But the common problems that we see as a specialist on this side, we see a misdiagnosis, that's one head mismanagement, um, lack of expertise, and counterfeit medication. Those four things are are killing our people. Um, The truth of the matter is that there are people on ground um, that can positively change this, but equally speaking, there are not enough of them. And the beauty of a service like ours is that we're taking the best of international healthcare systems, um, and we're not just copying it. Um, What we're doing is we're leapfrogging the best of what's available to really provide Africa with a service um, that will be world beating in terms of our doctors, in terms of our technology, in terms of conveniences, so that, you know, for example, in the comfort of your own house or your office, you have a smart device, you can be speaking to the best doctors in the world at any time. And not only that, 
we are highlighting um, the best of care providers on ground um, and we are giving you safe medications. So really it's more than um, a telemedicine service, uh, uh, a term that we've coined is it's, it's a hybrid healthcare system and we're aiming to completely disrupt the system. And yeah, um, diaspora chief, you're, you're right at the heart of what we're, we're working on in that we need a diaspora to get behind us to really positively affect these changes back home. And if actually, I can add to that, well, it's actually yeah, I, think, I was coming, I was coming to you. You were like, okay. you, you are like the number man. You work in the banking sector. You just give us a little bit about your background. So my, my background, oh, okay. my background is uh, finance. I mean, academically, I didn't study finance. I was in information technology. Uh, God, God willing, I managed to find my way into finance. And essentially what I do is I, I'm, I'm terrible with numbers, <laughs> terrible with numbers, but um, I'm Mr. Fix-It. So any issues that arise from client accounts or escalation issues, the, inst the institution clients I manage reach out to me and I manage what the problem is and look to resolve it. Aside from that, I have a lot of exposure to business development, uh, obviously working alongside uh, a number of projects, not-for-profits as well. I'm currently a non-executive director for a not-for-profit where the focus is on mental health in the UK. And principally, my job is, is to look for ways to raise funding and raise cash. I've got a lot of passion for social impact, which is the sort of the sort of um, investments now that are starting to pick a lot of national interest, not just in the UK, but America and the Middle East, which is impact investing. And what that means is you invest with the intention of impacting social, social, uh, the social status or improving the social climate. And the beauty with medics to you, which is where I come in is it's, fits the bill so it's able to not only deliver on what what would be seen as financial return but it's impacting the social climate it's bringing a, a change that i don't think um people have actually anticipated i know i know crunching the numbers alone you know is not enough here this is looking to see okay where is the trajectory going with the with the younger millennials in Africa now, more so Nigeria, everyone is moving into a lifestyle that depends on mobile technologies. Any business that would be looking to basically take advantage of that market needs to be working with a mind that engages solutions that rely on mobile technologies. And healthcare is something we lack drastically. So this is a bridge, not only to the future, but to those currently in need of medical need right now. But, you know, before they usually get diagnosis, we have to spend about 10,000 in pounds or dollars to come across to the, to, to the West, <laughs> get their examine, examinations done, only to find out that, oh, you actually don't have a problem. So you've wasted about 10,000 10, pounds to fly across and now your diagnosis is, is, is all clear. And, what this app does is plugs that gap. So if, if we can avoid those sort of expense and 
essentially leapfrog, leapfrog the, the four-headed dragon and, and cut off all the heads. Um, this, is, this is certainly a good start. You know, so that's, 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 that's how I plug it in a, in a nutshell. You've got, you've, you've got a, huge, a huge battle in front of you. So how, do you, how are you going to deal with, because there's so many bureaucracies in Nigeria and Africa for bringing, because the fintech is having this kind of blockage now. So how are you guys going to leapfrog that? Um, are you in partnership with the government or is purely, purely? Well, that, that's a, let me take that question. That's a, that's a brilliant question. And I think, uh, as you will see, uh, there's only so long that one can hold down innovation for. Yeah. Um, revolutions happen for a reason. Now, our strategy is simple. We are going to bring a quality product to Africa. Okay. A product that we're not ashamed to go to governments with a product that we're not ashamed to go to any hospitals with, a product that we're not ashamed to go to any doctor with. And you're, you're completely correct. For now, our strategy is to, um, we, we have the backing of the leadership of the, of the UK national healthcare system. We're in negotiations with the UK governments. Um, uh, we are bringing a product to the market that is transparent and unashamed. And um, certainly in terms of the local governments of, the cities and countries that we're going to be working in, we are happy to sit down with them to show us, uh, to show them what, what we're working on. So yes, we need to enter that level of strategic, strategic partnership for them to allow what we're offering to exist, for people not to see us as a threat, for people to be welcoming of a disruption of the status quo, and to ultimately appreciate that what we're working on um, is something that will simply um, uh, if, change the lives of hundreds of thousands, millions of people um, through the various things that we are. If, is it education? Um, is it, is it um, education? Is it training of the local care providers? Uh, it's quite interesting, actually. I think it was um, towards the end of last year, um, uh, some of the Nigerian government, they basically asked for help from the, from the diaspora, from international markets, from a healthcare point of view. At some point, I've even seen adverts actually for um, to bring doctors from the UK back to Nigeria. And, you know, that's a very difficult thing to try and achieve. But we've got something here, which is harnessing the power of smart technology to bridge that health divide, to bring back those quality brains and minds, um, to create a soft landing, to reverse some of this um, decade, decades of, of brain drain that Africa has gone through. And we really see ourselves, uh, along with some other people that are trying to occupy this space as, as the pioneers um, in this revolution in the healthcare system. Can I add to that? So the famous saying by, I believe, Napoleon was, no army can stop an idea whose time has come. So what am I getting with, with that? Um, there's a massive trend going on right now in, in Africa. Um, I mean, I'll take Ghana, for example, the, the massive campaign by the current president to encourage, you know, people in the diaspora, more so Af Americans, to come back to Ghana um, is, is just one of those comet waves that, you know, if you've got expats or, or people that are of a Western orientation going to Africa, um, 
there's going to be a need for a service like this. It's just going, it's, for them, it's going to be a no-brainer. It is a means by which I can access the international standards of 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 um, healthcare that I'm used to. That's a massive checkbox. Now, even another example is Rwanda. I only found this out recently, but the amount of um, fintech and ICT expansion in Rwanda is apparently mind-blowing, so much so that a, a comparable company called Babel, which is trying to do what we're doing, or was trying to do what, we, what we're doing in Rwanda, essentially could not really penetrate the market. Um, obviously, I don't know the full extent as to why they failed, but some, a differentiator is with medics to you these are people that are from the indigenous indigenous country, more so in this case, Nigeria, um, with the view to partner with not only corporates, but governments. Uh, there are a few partnerships uh, currently in the works. I don't know if Dr. Jomin wants to speak on that, but a few yeah. test pilots are currently ongoing with entities in, in Lagos. And with the view to expand into other countries, which we may not disclose at this point, um, but there is there is a lot working in the background to help the connection because it's it's difficult. Victor, like you say, it's this dragon is is gonna take take potentially years to to bring down. But it's with the sense that there has to be strategic partnerships and engagements that will need constant review. Uh, but there's yeah. a wave that we should not miss. There's a wave currently now that, you know, the prepared mind is always able to seize the opportunity. So there's, there are opportunities to seize. And I think one, one other thing Victor, that you touched on, you touched on Crowdcube and it's something that I must be honest, we entered into reluctantly initially, but actually what, what we are doing, um, which in itself is breaking the mold is that we're transparent about our journey, you know, most companies, you only hear about them once they've become super successful, uh, when they already have um, a billion dollar backers coming their way. But we've tried to democratize the process. Yeah, because I was going to come to that and say, come on, yeah. how did you guys manage to do this? From, yeah. from, from what I've seen, there, you've, you've, you've like, you were going for, your target was $100,000 uh, £100, and yeah. in less than 11 days, you've gotten, you've passed, like, you're like 90,000 pounds right now. Yeah. So less than yeah. 10,000 pounds, you'll be oversubscribed. So how do yeah. you guys, what is the strategy behind this? Well, we, look, the truth of the matter is that 100,000 pounds is not what we need. See, let, uh, uh, this may not come as a surprise to you, but, um, so the UK Africa Summit, Investment Summit in 2020, that like, was a couple of days ago. One of the things that I picked from it is that um, we need to change this narrative about people, about Africa being an exotic market, about people being Africa shy. Now, we, we, when we try to raise money for this project, because as you can imagine, this is something that we've, all, we've already personally um, exhausted our savings and, on, we've spent, you know, effectively, you know, all, all, our, all our pennies on it because we're so passionate about it. But when you approach all these big investors, and um, there are a lot of people that are Africa shy, they see it as an exotic market. They, 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 they view Africans and their health differently um, in terms of what people see on TV, if you, if, if you know what I mean. Everything for them should be a charity. They don't understand that 
you can actually um, uh, successfully have a paid for service like this that will still change the landscape of the healthcare system, starting with the, um, the private sector. So what, what we've had to do is that we've had to try and democratize the process just to allow us to um, get to where we need to be. The, the Crowdcube campaign, um, whilst it was painful to get onto it because of all the check boxes, everything that we had to put on there, we had to be transparent about it. The UK Inland Revenue, the HMRC, uh, went through our, um, our, our deck and everything. And actually in record time, they gave us a seal of approval, which means that even as a kind of UK taxpayer, you get a massive tax break from investing in us um, through the Crowdcube platform. The 100,000 um, uh, targets is, is effectively our soft targets. Really and truly, we, we need to raise more than that. But we put the soft target there because, uh, once again, it's better to, 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 to raise that and to, to move forward uh, than not to move forward. We feel a sense of urgency with this. Uh, we've democratized the process in which literally a, a, anyone um, on a platform, 900,000 people can, can join our journey, they can follow our journey. Um, and it's something that we're actually quite um, uh, excited about. Um, but yeah, as you said, you know, there's still, um, for this round, this is a pre-seed round. Um, uh, we obviously still um, are in the market for more investors because what, what yeah. we actually, to, to really affect change, you know, it's not something that just 100,000 pounds will do. Yeah, there's something something you said there, um, Dr. John, that I need to just buttress. So something unique about Medics to You is we are leveraging the network of doctors um, that are present in in um, in the UK, as well as in Europe. Now, in the same wise, we're also leveraging the contacts we have around us. So not just family, but people that are also entrepreneurs, people that are fintech enthusiasts, people that are engaging in other fintech creatives or companies such as this. So essentially it's a collection of different parties that are potential stakeholders. And most importantly, it's the people that may be using this. So we're engaging the people that will test out the, the app you know, we've actually had people test them as well and people that would potentially have their parents use this because, you know, they're in the UK. They need someone to help their parents with medical care. They are sending money. Some of some in most cases, they, it's, it's, so, it's so expensive to send more money for the hospital doctors at loot. And unfortunately, if you don't send money for certain operations or treatments, they don't get done. So you've got a lot of, a lot of, groundwork in that sense where we are we are reaching to the several networks we can access and letting them for themselves see how viable this is as a solution so that's probably the biggest goal of the strategy yeah sure what I, see what i want to say is what i want to, the question i need to ask now is that your service is trying to connect private patients in africa Yes. To world-class medical doctors and specialists. So how does this work? Okay. So very simply, um, the, the simplest iteration of this is that if you have the app, the app in your hand, you, you download it, 
Um, and first of all, you can there's a, there's so much information there. Talking about free articles, just health information, because education is a big part of what we're about, and that that's all free. If you decide that you want to engage with a physician, um, then you simply uh, book an appointment, and in as little as ten minutes, you can be having a face-to-face discussion like we're having now with an internationally based um, physician. Now, I, I need to address a couple of things, right? Healthcare is very, very complicated. So there are really three, three levels, maybe four levels in terms of healthcare systems. We talk about the, the primary uh, healthcare system, uh, the secondary healthcare system, the tertiary healthcare system, which is the third one. The primary healthcare system, uh, they are like the gatekeepers, the triage service, they help to guide you to the right place. You know, I have a headache, who do I see? You know, you don't have to go to a brain surgeon straight away. You just need to go to a well-trained general practitioner or family practitioner that's trained in the generality of medicine who can say, ah, it's not a problem, don't worry about it, take this medication, or it's a potential problem, go to a specialist. Now, these specialists, they're people that we know, that we trust, um, and our aim is to actually highlight those on ground. The very, very complex stuff, the tertiary stuff, there are some people that can provide it um, on our continent, but also there are some things that cannot be provided on our continent and we can facilitate the care of those things internationally. Now, the, we're talking about this earlier, the, the biggest gap, I feel, and uh, I think the government also appreciates it, is uh, the gap in the primary healthcare sector. Um, and if you don't have these people in place, you can't really run a healthcare service. Because how do you know you need to see a heart specialist? You don't know that the pain in your chest is due to your heart or due to your lung or due to your back. Um, so to change that scenario straight away, what we're doing effectively is teleporting these internationally trained, internationally based um, general um, uh, practitioners who in their own rights are specialists at doing that, um, trained to the highest of international standards, um, and in their spare time, they're able to offer this service. Um, so you literally, you pick up your phone. Um, God forbid you have a headache, you're based in Lagos. You say, ah, I'm not sure what's going on. You pick up your phone, you've already registered, you've already got a subscription through maybe your um, your place of work or you've signed up for your family or you want to do a one-off customer. And within 10 minutes, you can book a consultation with one of these doctors you book your appointment and next thing you're having a face-to-face discussion like we are having now. Um, and, and, and then they could either do one of two things, either one of three things, maybe prescribe your medication that you need, um, which will be delivered to your door within 24 hours, which is a safe medicine that is to international standards. Two, say that you did some diagnostics and we send you for diagnostic investigation with our local on-ground partners. Or three, say you need a specialist. And those specialists, once again, the primary thing we'll do is to highlight those specialists on ground that are doing things to a, a high international standard so that we are changing that healthcare narrative. Some of the people already exist on ground. People just don't know that they're there. Um, referring to the best um, available physicians, referring to the best available um, uh, hospitals. And only if that is exhausted, will we facilitate um, the transfer of your care internationally. So as you see, it's really a healthcare system. It's not just a case of, um, oh, speak to one doctor somewhere and that's it. It's the whole uh, seamless um, management of your, of your health. 
um, that we so, are. So it doesn't offering. necessarily mean that uh, after diagnosis you need to like be going to like travel abroad or just get um, treatment outside. That the that, that that is hundred percent correct because you know that and that's one of the issues that people um, a lot of people on ground feel like they can't trust what's available locally. Um, and, and people that can, they leave for their care. And we see that every day. Every day, unfortunately, I get people that come to me and I come to my colleagues, um, say, oh, can you help me uh, with this back pain that I have? Or oh, this thing is not working properly, can you? And by the time they get here, it's a very, very expensive problem. Talk less of the amount that they've already spent on um, uh, the flights to get here. What we're saying is that, you know, we can actually give you access to a similar level of care in the comfort of your own house or your office. You can see the same professionals that you may want to come over here to see, but also we can actually refer to the best of what's available on ground uh, locally, which very often is a cheaper option so that you don't feel that you have to leave the country. Um, and the worst case scenario, even if you want to leave the country, we can totally streamline that service for you so that you don't get here and start asking for this, asking for that. By the time you get here, you know, People that are going to see you are ready to see you. They already have some information about you. They already have the diagnostics about you. Hey, what I want to ask now, just a quick one. How did you guys come up with this? Who was, was there any defining moment that made you think about actually? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so there are many, many defining moments. So I can talk about my own personal defining moments. Um, I can talk about defining moments for um, our CEO, Henry. For example, our CEO, Henry, he, his defining moment actually was from the care that his mother received um, uh, while she was in Nigeria and she's still suffering from some of the complications from that now. That's what made him think there has to be a better way. For me as well, unfortunately, um, just over a year ago, my auntie died because of mismanagement. A couple of years before that, one of my cousins died once again because of mismanagement or maybe lack of expertise. So unfortunately, every other African you speak to, they get it on a personal level. You don't need to sell a kind of problem like this to them because they are living the problem, if you know what I mean. So, so those are some of the things that made us think, well, we are occupying this healthcare space internationally. Surely we can change the narrative for our own people. Um, and, and, and that is what's fueling us. Our, our fuel is not a need to have a successful business, but to really and truly change the healthcare landscape. I mean, that is why I went into medical school. That's why I studied medicine. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So is the app, is the, is the, is the app available on... Hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, 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 100%. so on all the common platforms, so Google Play Store, uh, Android platforms, um, and iOS platform. So we're making a few. It's available now. You can download it now and start playing with it. You can't pay for any service on it right now. We switch that functionality off just because we want. As I said already, I want us to soft launch this product into the market in February, so next month. Um, we we want to be responsible. We don't want to offer something to people um, that uh, that we can't deliver. So when we go into the, the markets in February, I'm starting with a few businesses in which we pass their employee packages and a few customers in around Lagos. We will be learning, refining, making sure our technology is as good as we think it is, making sure the process is as good as it is, making sure that our partnerships are delivering what we should partner up with. And then I'm hoping that, you know, in a couple of months time, I'll come back on your platform and I'll tell you that, hey, uh, we've, we've done what we said we were going to do. We've done a bit more than that. And, you know, so, 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 so you know, where we are now. 
you know, let's make that now. So in the next 90 days, you'll be back here. What What do you think would have happened if you look forward? Excellent. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really, really excited about the next 90 days. You know, this is a well, three-month three period, which falls in perfectly with where we're going to be. By then, the product will have been in the, in, in the, um, in the markets as a, as a soft launch for a couple of months. We will have um, sorted out some teething problems in terms of uh, uh, some of the businesses that we're working with, some of the partnerships that we have. We'll have had customers obviously coming through, uh, payment solutions going through. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have learned a lot in those 90 days. So that's come, for example, April, towards the end of April, when we're saying, okay, Vita, I think we're ready to actually start scaling this, this project based on what we've learned. Uh, you know, we have some numbers to back up the demand, to 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 back up potential um, interest, and really we've learned from the service delivery of, of really what um, the market is demanded for. Good, good, good. So, guys, see, within the next ninety days, you can just go to your your favorite app store, if it's iOS, if it's um, Android, and then um, download Medics to you. The Medics to you. That's it. Medics, M-E-D-I-C-S, number two, and Y-O-U. Really easy to find. So type in Medics to you. Um, I'll, I'll send you a link, so make sure you attach it to the podcast. Yeah, the link, the, the link will be in the show notes of this of this episode, and it will be on exactly. our website as well. So we, 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 we are, we'll be pushing this forward for you guys to be playing with it. And in the next 90 days, you'll see the go launch, the go live will be there. So, so Harry, um, sorry, not Harry. I just said Harry. That's what I see, yeah. John, yeah, yeah so go for it, yeah. What do you do in, in, a, in a quick one, say like 30 minutes, uh, 30 seconds, what do you do to like chill out? Because I know you guys, you doctors, you work like 20 hours. So what do you do to relax? I, I like sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm, 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 I'm joking. Sleep, sleep is good, but sleep is a luxury sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we're joking, actually. And I found in team, I don't, I don't think any one of us sleeps more than maybe six hours a day. Um, there are lots of things to to to, to do to chill out. I, I I'm interested in sports. I love cooking. Um, I have uh, commitments in my in my local church. I mean, you have to have things that you do that take your mind off of this. Um, but but for now, I mean, we do have this singular objective to try and do everything in our power to get this to work. Um, so if you want to, if you want to, sorry to just butt in. If you want to, like, advise. Um, a, a diaspora professional right now who is thinking about something to thinking about a dragon to slay in Africa. Yes. What would you tell that person? Okay, fine. So, so there there are maybe four mega trends in Africa right now that you have to 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 go after, and this is some of the feedback that came from the UK Africa Summit Investment Summit in 2020 led by Boris Johnson um, in London a couple of days ago. So, a mega trend is the youth of Africa. Africa is a very young continent. It means that it's going to be the future um, work engine room of the world. Number two, urbanization. Everyone is moving into cities. Cities, not just mega cities like Lagos and Accra, but I'm talking about cities that have a million plus people. So even smaller cities, not the mega ones like Lagos, which are 20 million plus, okay? Um, the, the, the third thing um, really uh, is um, digitization things are becoming more and more digital um, and not just uh, for the, um, uh, the sake of it, but to make things better. And of course, you have to look at services as well for, for these people. 
Um, so if if you have something that is kind of in and around those areas, whether it's maintaining the health of the youth, making them productive, um, using a digital platform, uh, exact things that we are doing, or something to do with cities or services um, to 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 power this engine of the world, that's something that is definitely um, worth um, looking at. And you know, we 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 are one of the words that um, defines our our continents is that of resilience. As a people, we've been through a lot. Um, in, innovation is, is driven um, out of necessity, uh, and you'd be you'd be amazed and alarmed as to how many things are coming up in oh, terms of opportunities on the continent. That is, a, that is amazing. So thank you very much, John, for these amazing you, stuff that you, that you and you. your partners have created. And we, I wish you personally, I wish you guys success because we need more of this innovation. Thank so you, sir. all I have to say is that. Um, you guys just go download this link and um, just play with the app and give us a feedback. Register your loved ones. And please and, do. Please do. Yeah, please and do. enjoy yourself. So thank you very Indeed. much, uh, Mr. John or Dr. John, for being. Uh, can I can I say one more thing as well? Can I say one more thing as well? So for all you keen investors, check us out on CrowdCube because we're democratizing this process. Um, we want you to follow our journey. So check us out on CrowdCube. I'll, I'll put, put the link there as well. Um, this is a unique opportunity to be part of a change. Yeah, so thank you very much, Dr. John and um, Deji, who could not um, finish this this episode with us because, you know, he's the senior vice president, so he needs to, like, go attend to his... Um, because he went over time and he has something pressing to do. Anyways, thank you very much for your time with us. And um, Dr. John my appreciation to you for coming here to like share your success story so guys medics to you is a it's a service that is being tested in nigeria right now and um so it connects private patients so it connects your mom your dad your uncles and aunties to world-class health professionals around the world via their smartphones so um it's a user it's a user demand service which you can actually use right now, but you can book doctors, you can book specialists there. So just go there, have a look around, familiarize yourself with the service. So when it is fully rolling by next month, which is February, you can as well just start registering your family members. I'm going to register my mom, my aunties, and maybe one of my uncles if they behave themselves anyways but you know what i mean guys yeah and also the investment aspect if you are looking for something to invest which is africa related get that would definitely not because it's africa related but it will get definitely gives you give you an roi on your investment so you should take a look at them look at their slide deck go to crowdcube and see what they're all about They've done an amazing thing in the last in the last 10, 11 days. So it's not a mean it's it is a mean feat actually to like raise this amount of money. But the good news is that regardless, this is already an eye opener, and there's no force that can come against an idea when the time is right. This is the time for this kind of service to go 
into the mainland, the main heart of Africa. So I'm begging, uh, not, not, yeah, I'm actually begging for you diasporas that are sitting down on gold, that are sitting down on great ideas. Deji, John, and um, Henry, who was not who was not here right now, they've have actually came out to like try to slay a dragon, which I believe that they would because their idea is immense and it is very democratized. So come up with your own idea and listen. If you don't know how to go about these ideas, just you can you can message me Victor at diasporachiefs.com and we can have like a one-on-one -on -one chat and just see how your idea goes and I can point you towards the right direction. I can link you up with these guys so that at least you can share your ideas and they can tell you the step by step how they went about this. So either way, don't sit on your great idea. Come up with it. Be bold with it. Come up with it. Live your best life right now. So from a diaspora chief, I strongly support this and I pray that you guys should support this as well and see how it goes. We need more ideas. We need more of this. So come on and start. Let's let's not complain anymore about stuff that is going on in africa or in the caribbean let's just start slaying these dragons the harder the dragons come the harder they fall this is the diaspora chief signing out victor Osio, 